You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Well, hey, Becoming Me, I am so excited to introduce you to my warrior friend, Wendy. Wendy, welcome to Becoming Me. Oh, I'm so excited to join you. Thanks for hosting me. Oh my goodness. I've been looking forward to this conversation forever, and I have been following your podcast, your journey on social media, your devotional plans and you version, and you have made such a significant impact on me and my becoming journey, and I just am honored to be able to have a conversation with you today and share your journey with becomingme.tv. So thank you. You're amazing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And let's kick it off with the most fun question, in my opinion. So we'll just, we'll just dive straight in. Who is Wendy? Like if someone's like listening to this intro and they're like, who, who's Wendy? Like you version plans? Like, what is this? Who's Wendy? Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of a loaded question, right? <laughs> That's why I um, love it. <laughs> there's always like certain ways that you can answer that, whether you're on an elevator, you're meeting somebody in the lobby of a hotel at an event, or if you're actually like at church and you're like, let me tell you who I really am. So my quick like elevator thing is um, I'm a storyteller and a creative with a passion for adventure, people, fitness, faith, and community. And I do a lot of that through events and media. So I help, uh, I help clients tell stories through events and media and all the marketing stuff. And most importantly, um, I'm a daughter of two amazing parents and I love Jesus with my whole heart. So if you, whether I meet you in an elevator or I meet you at an event that is like a Christian related an event, um, you'll come to discover right away that I just, I love Jesus and I have a passion for what he's doing and a passion for his, his community. I love that. And I knew that right away, just from following you on Instagram too. Like it's incredible your journey. And I mean, let's just, let's go there. Let's dive into your story. Like what has made you who you are today? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was thinking about this uh, when you sent over questions, because I'm thinking, how much do you really share? And I think there's a little bit that we all, you know, if we can give that elevator speech or we can share just like little snippets of our story, but in order for there to be impact or for people to be like, oh, that could be my story too. I want to back up even just a little bit, um, probably like college. I could say I grew up in 
like what felt like a white picket fence home, you know, two parents that were happily married, a white picket fence, two cars and a dog. Um, but what's on the outside isn't always what's on the inside. And even though I grew up in a faith-based home, I really wrestled with whether or not I believed God was for me. So um, I, in high school, I partied a lot. You could not tell the difference between me and um, somebody who didn't go to church other than Sunday mornings. I was just really, really tired. (laughs) Um, And then I knew that I wanted to go to a faith-based college partially just because I didn't want to like party my life away once I turned 18 and was out from under my parents' roof. But I also knew that I wanted to become more serious about my faith and explore that a little bit deeper. Well, it actually took into probably a few years after college I had moved to the Pacific Northwest. I had the goal of living, gosh, I had the goal of living four different places for at least six months at a time after college because I have like such an adventurous spirit that I just wanted to experience it all. And I chose Seattle over New York because I knew one person in Seattle and I thought that would be a little bit safer than moving to New York. (laughs) And When I moved to Seattle, it was shortly thereafter living there for a few months, I discovered a nonprofit ministry up in the Pacific Northwest called um, Luis Palau Evangelistic Association. It's a long, they call it Palau now for short, (laughs) but um, I had the chance to work on a skateboarding and action sport film about these athletes that were living their lives for Jesus Christ. And I had no idea that these cool, edgy, like action sport athletes could also be cool while still loving Jesus. Because for so long, I had one foot in the world. Um, But I also knew all the Christian lingo and what to say on Sundays at church or at Christian events. But I also really felt the divide and I didn't want to live a double life. So I was like 24 at the time maybe 23. And it caused me to just like deep dive into who is God and who is God for me? Can I hear his voice? Is it possible to know Jesus? Like these guys know Jesus, like their best friend, they're, they're confident, they're, they're love. They're literally, they're everything. And that's kind of what propelled me forward. So, um, the other thing I'll share is through the early years of college, I struggled a lot with believing a lie that I would never be thin enough or pretty enough to be worthy enough of someone's love. And the way that manifested was through just really, really controlled eating habits. I would work out all hours of the day. I wouldn't eat enough. And for me, that gave me this false illusion of control, but it still wasn't until like the Lord identified those lies in my mid twenties of like, you've got to get free from this. Cause if you're going to impact other people, you yourself need to be free. So, yeah. So basically long story short, um, and I'm happy to dive into more aspects of that, but I, I just knew that I wanted to be free and I have such a passion for people encountering 
the love and the freedom that Jesus gives us through an intimate relationship with him. And I don't think it's possible if we're still over here believing these lies that we continue to hear, whether it's from the world, false people speaking into your life, or even just the enemy's voice. So um, learning how to turn those lies off and step into the fullness of knowing Jesus has been like my life's pursuit. And then it's like, how can I help others? I love that. And that's so powerful. And, you know, Wendy, if I was listening to your story right now, and perhaps, and I know that many are watching and listening, who do struggle with limiting beliefs or pressure from the outside world or friends, family, whatever the case may be. And I'm on the edge of my seat, like, wow, Wendy, like, how did you overcome that? How are you living in this freedom now? What's a step somebody can take listening to your story? Because you've given us the hope, like, this is possible. We can walk in freedom. So how do we get there? Yeah. Yeah. I think a big part of it is really kind of going back to the beginning of remembering, like, we're created in God's image. So if he actually created us and said that it was good, like, we already know that we're a good creation of God's and there's nothing that we can do to prove our value or our worth and, and really kind of like testing the waters of like showing up as you are. Like, I remember a conversation with my mom at an early age and I was heartbroken because I didn't lose 10 pounds over the summer. And this is like, obviously years and years ago. And I remember her speaking into my life saying, Wendy, people are going to love you for you. And I think that's the biggest thing to realize, like, no matter how we show up, like people are still going to love you for you. And, and that God's voice is always positive, even if it's a correction or him speaking into our life of like, maybe we should have made a different decision. It's never going to be a condemning voice. So Anytime you're wrestling with thoughts of like negativity or doubt or um, self-consciousness or the you're not good, good enough thoughts and and really like voices, I'm created in God's image. I've been assigned value and worth. Nothing I can do will make God love me less and nothing I can do will make God love me anymore. That is so powerful. Like, thank you for sharing that with yeah. us. Are you a coffee drinker? Um, you know, that's funny. I had somebody ask me that recently. I have tea right now. I love coffee. Uh, I just, <laughs> when I was in my 20s, I caused myself an ulcer because I drank way too much espresso. <laughs> Girl, I understand. Well, I have um water in my coffee cup today, so I completely understand. You have to, it's about balance, you know. Yes, yes. I do love decaf because I I like the way it tastes. <laughs> There's something magical about the taste of coffee. Yes. What kind of tea do you have today? Um, right now it's like something spicy and sweet. So it's I don't know by Good Earth. <laughs> That sounds delicious. So if you were having a cup of tea with someone else on their own becoming journey, what would you say to encourage them? Gosh, well, kind of depending on where they're at. I think a lot of what I talk about on the places between, or even what I talked about in my devotional stay in the story is 
as humans, we know what it's like to wait. So a lot of times I'm having conversations with girlfriends or guy friends that are like, they have this big vision or this big dream for their life, but it's hard in the process as they wait on that dream coming to fulfillment. So a lot of times I kind of try to figure out where they're at and then just encourage them that God is good to those who wait. And and if anything, try not to exit the plan or the path early. Um, I once heard an illustration of like, we could be on a on a freeway and we know where our destination is. But if I'm going, like say in Denver, if I'm going on 6th Avenue into downtown Denver, I know that there's going to be five or six chances to exit. I think, unfortunately, I think life throws us curveballs and there's a lot of opportunities to exit the plan or the journey and call it quits or throw in the towel. Um, There is something about trusting the Lord to work out the details and praying like it depends on him, but working like it depends on us. However, um, I think if we stay the course, it's kind of like in Habakkuk, he says, like God says, write down the vision, make it clear on tablets. You know, we talk a lot about journaling or writing down your hopes and dreams. And that's kind of why we make like New Year's resolutions and try to plan out our year. But if we can actually write down those dreams and see them every day and see that God's working, like hopefully it encourages us in the process, right? So, so I guess the biggest thing I would say to somebody else is like, know that you're designed for a purpose. And while you might be focusing on one specific thing, like God might have so many different callings for you, but as long as you're focusing on him, like he's going to direct you and you really can't like, you can go right or left, even if you have a really big decision in your life. But as long as you're pursuing God, you're going to be in his will and he's going to navigate you. He's going to guide you. Oh, that is so good. And, you know, you mentioned your podcast and the version plan, which I alluded to earlier as well. And in a moment, I'm going to have you share where people can follow you and all of that. But yeah. what inspired, what inspired your podcast journey and that version plan? Yeah, gosh, well, I'll talk about version just because it was before the podcast okay. uh, in, it's, it's crazy enough to think it's been a while. Um, in like 2016, 17, I went through a pretty gnarly breakup and, um, a big part of my story is about freedom and doing what I can to help others experience and walk into that freedom. Um, he unfortunately was an addict at the time. I'm hopeful that he's in like full recovery and he's healthy and healing and doing what God's put in his heart to do. Thankfully, God healed my heart over the next couple of years, but a lot, a lot of my writing was poured into prayers and journaling. And once I was in a healthy, like fully restored where like, oh, my heart is healed and I want to actually help others again um, place, I was like, I have so much content here that I would love to harness it to help other people. And so that's actually a labor of love. I spent many tears 
over all of those devotion entries, um, turned it into an actual printed copy of a book. And then about a year later, uh, Uversion picked it up. So it's been on Uversion for just coming up on like two years, I think. Yeah. So, so that's been incredible. And then the podcast for as long as I can remember, my dream has been to tell people stories and I love entering into people's stories with them, but I think there's something magical about, and forgive me for that word. Like it's, there's just something inspiring about being at a big event or watching a video of somebody's story and they could be on a jumbotron. You're at like a concert with 20,000 people and the story that's on the jumbotron that everybody's watching, you're like, that's my story. And you connect. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like, you know, in Revelation, it says they overcome by the word of their testimony, by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. And I think when we share our testimonies, it gives, gives like proof that God could do it again. So the podcast was kind of like, there's all these amazing stories around me that I know of, including yourself, Emily, of what God is doing in and through people's lives. And why are we not sharing these stories? And yes, there is the really big organizations that do a spectacular job of sharing stories. I just think we can never have enough faith and miracle stories and stories of waiting and how not to give up and all of that stuff. So all that to say, during the COVID shutdown, I started dreaming of like what it looked like to start telling people stories. And rather than me telling people stories, why don't I do this platform for people to share their stories? And really kind of what you're doing with becoming me, like why not have a place that you can share people's stories and that other people can tune in to be encouraged? So that's how the podcast started. And, and it's, it's a labor of love, but I'm sure you can relate. <laughs> totally relate. And I love it. Like, and that is so similar to why even Becoming Me exists. And so you can even have confirmation, the labor of love with your writing literally impacted me so deeply. And I didn't even know at the onset when I started that plan that you were the writer of it. And I'd been following you on social media. And then I found like you had written that plan. And in 2022, I was going through my own just frustration and why am I in this waiting God and things are not unpacking how I hoped, dreamed and planned. Right. So I start reading your devotional on you version. And I felt like I mean, when you talk about that jumbotron on at an event and you're immediately connecting, like I connected with that devotional plan Mm -hmm. so deeply and as if you had written it for me. So I can't like recommend it more highly. I love it. And that's why I was excited to talk with you too and get to call you friend because you're amazing. Like it's incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, and I think that was, that was my biggest heart with the devotion. You know, it's, um, once it was all complete, I actually went back and took the prayers from like just little paragraph prayers as a lot of us see on you version, which is not a big deal at all, because a lot of times that spurs us on to more, right? Sometimes you don't have the words to say or pray. And 
So I like literally scripted out just these lengthy prayers of like, here's my heart. I'm struggling God. Mm -hmm. And, and I still go back through those today. And it's like, remember the devotion, Jesus calling. Yes. Yes. Like how you read it. And you're like, how did God know? (laughs) You know, it's like that date. And she does like a whole year's worth. And it's like, I don't know. I just, I still look back at some of the devotions from stay in the story. And I'm just so encouraged that God spoke to me in that time. And then is using it to speak to others. Cause I tried not to put too much of my story into it. It was literally like, if you're reading this, let's focus on what are you called to don't give up? Like you can do this. You were made for hard things. Yes. Preach it girl. Drop the mic. Like so good. And now I know people are like, where can I get this plan? Where can I listen to the podcast? So where can people connect with you online and podcast the plan, all the things? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on Instagram a lot, which is actually how we met. And I have several Instagram handles. One is, um, the places between, the only thing is, is there's underscores between them. So the underscore places underscore between. And I have a link in my bio there that you can find out all the information from you version to my website, which is the places You can find out more about the events that I do and the clients that I help. Um, and then my personal Instagram, if you want to give a follow is WJ underscore Blondie. Um, so I would love to connect with you guys. And if you do find me through Emily's, um, podcast here, I'd love to know. Absolutely. And we'll have all the links, everybody. So you can easily click the links and connect with the between places and Wendy. And just thank you so much. You're an amazing, just warrior. You inspire me. And thanks for sharing your story today. I appreciate you. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.